Jokic and Giannis face off in an MVP duel. The Celtics topple the Pelicans. The Wolves body the Thunder. The Heat lost again. And that's, we haven't even gotten to Dylan Brooks. There's so much stuff happening on Locked On NBA. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On NBA, your daily source for all things NBA from the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us and making us part of your day. Appreciate you guys being with us and joining us Monday through Friday, being an everyday or here on the flagship for the NBA side. Glad to have you with us. You can find us on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, where you can give us a five-star review, Spotify, as well as YouTube.com slash Locked On NBA. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network and co-host of Locked On Nuggets. I'm joined tonight by Tony East. He is host of Locked On Pacers, and we have, Tony, a bazillion games to get to. This is going to be a lightning round show because just the basketball was phenomenal on Monday, and a lot of meaningful stuff happened on this night. A lot of meaningful stuff, and for the only time of the season, the Pacers are the Tuesday TNT team, so I got to soak it in, baby. No watching the Pacers and missing all the fun for me. I am dialed in. I am ready to talk well, about I'm double. NBA. I'm double dipping because I did attend Bucks and Nuggets tonight at Ball Arena in Denver, then was able to come You had a doctor's appointment. Interesting. And so with a doctor's appointment, uh, first game <laughs> for new coach Doc Rivers and the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, phenomenal game, back and forth affair. Bucks got out to a big lead early. Nuggets were able to rally, come back, and ultimately win this one as they are, well, they're 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 a problem at home. The Nuggets are, I don't know if you heard this, but the Nuggets are tough to beat when they're in altitude. Um, even if you your stars do play, like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, Giannis tonight... <laughs> was his usual truck self 29 points 12 rebounds four assists my favorite sequence coming when late in the game he was called for a 10 second violation on the free throw so had that one nullified bricks the second one gets his own offensive rebound backs out and hits a three-pointer which cut the lead to like four but ultimately uh could not close the gap Nikola Jokic 25 points 16 rebounds 12 assists three steals two blocks phenomenal defense all night from the two-time former MVP, Jamal Murray, Bingo. 35. He cooked Dame. It was a problem. Um, my big takeaway from this game, honestly, is I, I was out on the Bucks in the Adrian Griffin era. I am back in. Like, they played <laughs> with more focus and intensity and structure. This looked like the Bucks that I've seen, like, in the years past. This looked like a team that knew what it was doing, that was committed to the task. Yes, the bench is still bad. Yes, Malik Beasley cannot be your best perimeter defender. But I think they're on the upswing. I said this about the Clippers after the Nuggets beat them in Denver, but the Clippers played pretty well and figured some stuff out. Milwaukee's going to be better from here on out. Watch out. I do think the Doc Rivers change is going to wind up working out for them. I think Doc nailed it after the game. You know, he was asked a little bit about their defense, but they only gave up 113. You know, they're not going to be crushed by that. They scored 107, and you nailed the big thing with Jokic's defense. The Bucs were terrible at the rim yeah. in this game. They shot really well from three. I think they were over 40%. When it ended, but they were 20 for 44 on twos. On two-point shots, they were under 50% in this game. So credit the Nuggets for cutting them off there. And I think Doc's right that like if they can if they can have even just good vibes and go from like, how are they so bad on defense? Like, oh, they're fine. Like they're just okay. That yeah. goes a long way for a team 
with Damon Giannis. And yeah, they had some warts in this game. Malik Beasley, not only was he not a good perimeter defender, he went two for nine from the field. Dame wasn't cooking that much, but you you saw the signs of life. Like you said, that this team can recover and can prove that making this coaching change, despite their good record was the right move. It turns out the history of teams that fire a coach with a good record, it usually turns out to be a pretty good choice. There's usually pretty good reasons for doing so. And yet the Nuggets were still better. Uh, big thing watching this one, Jamal Murray getting to the line so much. I think I saw and read that this was the most free throws he's taken in a game this season, getting up yep. to 10 there. Uh, Jokic ho-hums his way to 25, 16, and 12 in his sleep now, so that doesn't impress me anymore. But <laughs> it's, still, it's still crazy how good the Nuggets are. And um, I mean... Jokic is going to play enough, so his MVP case looking pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, phenomenal game. Really fun from both sides. I uh, would love to see this as a finals matchup, to be quite honest. I with would, you. too. Um, not lie. Oh. Nuggets versus any of the top three in the East. <laughs> yes. Sign, Sign me, me up. up. Yeah. We get basketball. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, the number one team in the Western Conference and the West, and number two team in the Western Conference faced off in Oklahoma City. This game was massive. The Go ahead. What? No longer. Nuggets no win longer. a team where I talk about loses, and they, this was no longer the one versus two. That's true. But going into the night, it was the it one. Was. Yes. So <laughs> the Oklahoma City Thunder lead the season series of the Wolves 2 1, and they face off versus Minnesota, who was without Mike Conley, and they have struggled without Mike. And this was a game where the Wolves got up ahead, and then the Thunder came back, and then the Wolves came back, and they battled. This second half was tooth and nail. It was just there was a bunch of these games tonight like this magic mavericks actually was like this too where it was like two dogs fighting over a bone like they were just gnawing at one another it was tough buckets the whole way isaiah joe got hurt jalen uh williams Dub got hurt uh sprained his ankle he's probably gonna miss some time shay Gillis alexander did what he does late in games but i gotta tell you put this one up as the definitive case for rudy gobert in defensive player of the year because he dominated. They could not get anything. Chet Holmgren was rattled by Gobert being able to contest him on duck-ins, on cuts, at the three-point line. Uh, this was a game where OKC, as a young team, faced a squad that played desperate physical basketball. And really, for the first time that I've seen this season, OKC got a little rattled. They looked like kids in this one. And Minnesota looked like a group of veterans. Ant had a blow-by dunk that was an absolute just barn burner after the game. Ant had said cheating something referees in a comment that was caught and then went on the, the post-game interview and said, I'm going to go ahead and take the fine because we couldn't get no calls tonight. Like, he's going to get double fine, which that's is two fines. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's, that's two fines for, for Ant. But th this was a this was a big boy, or maybe better, this was a men versus boys performance by the Wolves, and it was really impressive. Including, I mentioned Gobert, and he made so many plays on Shea, on J Dub, on Chet. But also, I want to shout out Carl Anthony Towns, who had some great contests late in the game on various players. This was a team win. This is a very impressive by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, Gobert was awesome, awesome, awesome. Didn't miss a shot. 18 boards, really great rim deterrence, which was really impressive. I mean, his defensive player of the year case is rock solid. I mean, I <laughs> there's not even anybody else I considered his level this year. If you are a neutral basketball observer trying to decide which game from last night should I watch, I would pick this one. There was 17 seconds in the third quarter 
Well, the Wolves were up by 10 points. For the rest of the game, the margin was within 10, and there were 24 lead changes. So, like, momentum swings, big plays, big like every 5-0 run felt like a catastrophe for the other team, and that's the most fun kind of games. And it's rare that someone like Gobert, who doesn't score that much, can stand out so much, but he was fantastic. Very similar to the Bucks, the Thunder in this game shot it decently well from deep, especially for their standard. They're not a great great shooting team. They're pretty good. But they were under 50% on twos, and a lot of that is Gobert, right? Similar to what the Nuggets were able to do. Lou Dort, who's a good shooter now, missed all six of his threes. Chet Holmgren was two for nine, so those two in particular stood out while watching this game. The, the, the Thunder bench was pretty good, but man, Minnesota needed this. I mean, after... The you know, they had an easier schedule recently, but after the Hornets game, after the cat stuff to come out and just beat a good team. And I think that, uh, that that's a good one. They needed it and they got it. I'm really hoping for a three-way tie in the Western conference of the top for the top three seats, all in the same division. It's going to be great. <laughs> My time. Great. To I didn't even think about that. They're playing all, all right. their time. Up next, uh, one team that is not riding high is Miami heat as the Phoenix suns uh, cooled them off greatly down in Miami. We'll talk about that. Plus the Boston Celtics storm back versus the Pelicans. We got a lot more to get through from Monday night slate here on locked on NBA. This episode of locked on NBA is brought to you by quiz with three eyes. Today, we're going to have some fun and test your NBA knowledge. All right, Tony, are you ready for this one? Yes. Okay. Which player? Holds the record for most points scored in a single game for the Chicago Bulls. Is it Jimmy <laughs> Butler, Scottie Pippen, Derrick Rose, oh, man. or some guy named Michael Jordan? Oh, man. Am I sure it's not Dalen Terry? I think I'm going to have to go with Michael Jordan on that one. Yeah, it's, it's Michael Jordan. But... <laughs> You can get great questions and quiz yourself on Quiz. Quiz with three eyes is the next generation trivia experience. It's also the world's first platform where you can earn money playing knowledge games. And for Locked On NBA fans, they've created an NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash. Play with friends or other fans and let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank. You can play without downloading anything. Just go to app.quiz with three eyes.com and start playing today. NBA quiz is the ultimate knowledge challenge for fans that live and breathe basketball. Go to app.quiz.com to test your knowledge and win cash today. That's quiz with three eyes, just like a three-pointer. Play now, showcase your skills, and take home cash prizes. App.quiz.com, where fans become champions. We'll be right back on Locked on NBA. Don't cut me off, Tony East. I see you over there pushing that button too early. Back here on Locked on NBA for a Tuesday. Glad to have you with us. Thanks for Tony East for filling in for David Ramil, who is uh, busy tonight because David was at the Miami <laughs> Heat game watching the Miami Heat lose again as the Heat fall to the Phoenix Suns at home uh, in a game 118 to 105. That was not that close. There was a fake comeback by the heat to end this game. And that is concerning. Now it did get close enough that the Suns had to go ahead and play their rotation, but this is now seven losses for Miami and their offense has been pitiful in each and every Ooh. single one. Um, there are starting to be big questions in Miami. Now what's funny. I tweeted this during the game. I'm not buying it. You're not convincing me this time. You're not fooling me this time. Miami. <laughs> I see you. I see you doing the exact same th stuff as you did last year. Oh, but we've got a negative point differential. Yeah. You had one last year and you still made the finals. I'm not buying it. But I will say, look, Jimmy Butler looks washed. And, like, he can have games in the playoffs. He can have a 50-point game in the playoffs again. 
he can have a monster series. That's entirely possible. The problem is trying to do it for the rest of this regular season in the playoffs and do it for four rounds. And I do not think he has that gear. And it's becoming apparent that Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo are not going to be able to pick up enough offensively for that. And Jaime Jaquez is awesome. But you can't ask a rookie glue guy to fill that kind of gap. Miami may have to make more moves beyond just the Terry Rozier trade. Yeah, they are strange to me. They always kind of have been. Like, their playoff run makes you think that everything's great. But they they have a lot of, like, they, they, they kind of have a similar issue that the Pacers do, although the Pacers have a really great connector that brings it all together in that the Heat's best defensive lineup and best offensive lineup feature very different personnel. So they're always kind of mixing and matching and searching for answers. And sometimes that can be okay and you can figure it out or your best offensive guy so good that it makes up for it. And Tara Rozier, who no one thinks of him as a good defender, has a long wingspan and can defense. Like he can maybe be in both lineups and now they're getting closer to the to the being a blended group. But yeah, they're they're in a really interesting spot as a team just kind of figuring out what they are and what they can be. Jimmy played 37 minutes in this game and they got smoked with him out there. Absolutely yeah. smoked with him on the floor. Bam played 35 minutes and they won his minutes, right? So like clearly some funky stuff going on with their lineups and what they're able to do. And the Suns are good. The Suns lost two games this weekend, but like they were tough opponents. They won seven in a row, I think, before that. So it's not like a dreadful thing to lose just to the Suns, but it is when Eric Gordon is their leading scorer in your building and you've lost six in a row leading up to that game. So yeah, something is up with the Heat just like vibes-wise, for lack of a better yeah. term. I mean, that's always going to be the case when you lose this many games in a row, and I think they're just kind of surging for answers. They do not look particularly good right now. Uh, Wednesday, they've got the Kings, who are on an East Coast road trip, so we'll be I'll be curious to see. They, they go from Memphis, who they played tonight, uh, to Miami, and that's going to be, I think, a uh, that's a tough road trip. You're going from Memphis to Miami. Let's just say that, that can uh, wear a team out for various reasons. Um, <laughs> elsewhere. The Boston Celtics were looking like they were set to have another blowout loss at home. They were down huge to the New Orleans Pelicans, but in the second half, stormed back uh, and were phenomenal. 118-112 over the Pelicans. This is one that the Pelicans are going to want to have back. Like This this was a very Detroit Lions performance by the Pelicans here. Um, Second half, Pelicans go 3 of 17 from 3. The Celtics go 11 of 21. This is like the crux of why the Celtics shoot so many threes is because when they fall and they shoot as they are a pretty good shooting team, they're a great shooting team. They're able to out, outpace teams. This is a huge problem for the, for the Pelicans. Like for me, this is about, a, this is a Pelican story, not a Celtics one. Celtics are at home. Didn't needed to not get completely annihilated like they did versus the Clippers, you know, can't storm back. And, and that's what they do without Porzingis. This is a good win versus a pretty good team for the Pelicans. I'm just like, I understand the way that this team is constructed. There's a lot of, we got to let guys be who they are. I think this team would be better with more structure. I just think they'd be better with a little bit stricter shot location stuff. Like you don't need to take as many, as many mid rangers as you do. You need to keep up from three. You have great shooters. You have Trey Murphy and Jordan Hawkins. You have all these guys that can hit threes. And for some reason you only take 17 in the second half and you lose badly because of it. Brian Ingram goes one of five from three. Uh, Jonas takes a three, oh of one. How about Trey Murphy was two of six, but at least he hit one late that kind of kept them in it. Um, Dyson Daniels gave them some good minutes. Jordan Hawkins is no longer in the rotation. Like, 
I, I think this team is probably going to look a little different after Detroit trade deadline, not greatly, but I just think that this team would do better if they were, because like this is a great example of the math problem in the NBA today. You could be dominant on the inside, but if you're not keeping pace, if you were blown out from the three-point line, you're not going to win most games. I just counted from the shot charts alone, so I might have these numbers not exactly right, but if my shot chart math is correct, the New Orleans Pelicans missed 10 two-point shots that were outside of the paint in this game. The Celtics did not even take 10 <laughs> two-point shots outside of the paint in this game, which speaks perfectly to kind of what you're saying, and this, that's been the Celtics' identity for forever. They're very good at that. But even if you go through a lot of the core stats that can kind of show you how a game was separated, rebounds, dead even, turnovers, one apart, fouls, very close, free throws, pretty close, possession battle, not that skewed. But one team did not shoot it very well, and the other team did. And so the Celtics, who people 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 keep talking about the Celtics wrong, Matt, to me. I keep hearing this. The Celtics are top five in offense and top five in defense. That's true. You know what's actually true? They're top two in both. And I think that is crazier and sh should be how the Celtics are talked about because I think they're that much better than everybody else. So even in games, they're kind of out of it because they're so good at shooting and they're a good team on both ends of the floor, and they can always have like the best two or three players on the floor. They're just unstoppable sometimes, and in this game, finally they figured it out in the fourth quarter. I think they outscored them by 17 in the second half. They always have a threat who can guard the ball. They always have threats who can shoot in space. They're just really freaking good, and the Pels, whose margin for error against a team like that is pretty small, exceeded that margin of error with some crummy shot selection and just some non-disciplined kind of play. And that seems so clean upable, even if they do have guys who I would consider good mid-range players. It's just not something you need to be going to as much as they do. Yeah, the numbers on the Celtics are really good. And I, I do believe they're the best team in the Eastern Conference. They should win the East. I don't know if they oh, will. Agreed. 100% They should win it. Um, but little Niners-y, little Ravens-y. A little bit. A little bit. Just, just... Uh, Still, still some cause for concern. I think them going down by that much is kind of an indicator of, you know, when the, the threes don't fall, they have some problems, but they fell tonight and got a good win. The Knicks are the hottest team in the Eastern Conference, and they got another win tonight oh, versus the Hornets. 113-92. Uh, no LaMelo Ball, no Gordon Hayward, no P.J. Washington. Um, no hope, <laughs> no change, no dreams. Um, the <laughs> Hornets are a joke. The uh, Knicks are the hottest team, but the sec, there'll be plenty of time to talk about the Knicks and they're very good even without Julius Randle by the way um but the second hottest team in the Eastern Conference is the nine and one Cleveland Cavaliers who Ooh. got a monster win versus the Los Angeles Clippers who just housed the Celtics in Boston and yet ran into the returning Evan Mobley as the Cavaliers made play after play after play to keep their lead late in this game and despite 30 points from Kawhi Leonard eight boards, three assists. They were able to bottle up Paul George for just 13 points on 11 shots. They kept James Harden to 11 points on eight shots. They got 28 from Donovan Mitchell. Uh, they got 20 from Jared Allen as the Donovan and Jared Allen plus shooters equals good. Uh, strategy continues to thrive. Evan <laughs> Mobley returns, plays 20 minutes on his minutes restriction. Uh, 10 points, nine boards. Pretty good. Pretty good for, for Evan Mobley. Um, but you know who I was really impressed with this in, the, in this game was Yang, George Yang. I thought he was great in this game. The he man, played, baby. He played. He made great. Play. There was a play late in the game. He catches a. Uh, they get them in rotation and pick and roll. 
kick out to the corner, and Yang pump fakes, drives, and then dishes to Jared Allen for an AM one. That iced the game. It was a phenomenal pass from Yang. Uh, he was absolutely terrific. Karis Lavert also played absolutely crack defense on Kawhi late in this game. He was so good defensively in this game, which is not something I, I had seen from from Karis Lavert uh, in a minute. So uh, he uh, throws in 13 points off the bench. This Cavaliers team, I, I refuse to believe in them because after what I saw in the playoffs last year, but gosh, I like their combination of defense and shooting. I just really like their combo of what they were able to bring to the table with Donovan Mitchell scoring, Allen in the middle, shooters around the wing and great defense. I, I like watching this team play. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, and you mentioned the two teams. So I'm required to say this because the Blazers beat the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. Half a game. The Sixers are away from being fifth in the East right now, Matt. Wow. That is how good. That's how good both the Cavs and Knicks have been playing. I think the Knicks are now 13 and two since getting Ananobi, who didn't even play, um, I believe today. Or was that last night? He didn't play. Yeah, he didn't even play today. I mean, the Hornets aren't any good, but still, he went without it. Cavs, phenomenal. I mean, the Clippers just waxed Boston in their building and then had no chance against this vaunted Cavs defense outside of Kawhi. Nobody was, like, particularly phenomenal. So I think that speaks to the level both of these teams are at, that they're not competing to separate from the 6-7-8 tier of the East anymore. They are now like, hey, we're coming for three, man. Like, we want to play some crummy team in the first round and try to make some noise. They both, Knicks and Cavs, I guess they played each other in the first round last year, but I I bet they feel like, and they probably should, if they get up there, they can make a run at this thing, and they're both proven right now that they've got a shot at it. I love the Knicks' chances that they can get out of the Celtics bracket. That, to me, is the question. Yeah. They need not face Boston. If they they are not face a great Boston, fitting team. I think they are life. I think they are, they are live versus the Sixers and the Bucks, as good as I think both those teams are. And I do think those teams are title-level uh, teams. This On the, the other side... Quick summary what, I can give you, Tibbs has a Tibbs team. Yeah, that's that's dead on. Not only does Tibbs have a Tibbs team, but he's, he's, he has a Tibbs team with an awesome point guard. Jalen yes, Brunson. He does. Yes, he does. He's a playoff gamer. On the other side, we'll keep wrapping up some of the action around the NBA, including... Demonis Sabonis grabbed quite a few rebounds. <laughs> LeBron James played quite a few minutes. And, well, the Blazers won by quite a few points. We'll talk about that up next on Locked On NBA. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I think it's, there's, when we talk about therapy, I think it's easy to kind of just talk about it from the perspective of like you on a couch talking about your feelings, et cetera. What therapy really can do for you though, is it can help you build better habits. It helps you identify the things that you do well and hone in on those and build better habits to keep doing those good things, uh, to keep you in the mindset to do these good habits that keep you in a good place to keep you productive and healthy and engaged and live the kind of life that you want. It's not just about, you know, dealing with um, emotions and trauma, though those things are very important. You can also build positive habits. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on MBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on MBA. We're also brought to you today by FanDuel Sportsbook. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Uh, got, got to tell you, I'm a Chiefs fan, so uh, I've gotten a lot of the same 
thing, which is not it, it's it's congrats, but it's not congrats. It's more congrats again, again, and um, doesn't get old. Not gonna lie. Also, I can't believe they made him a dog again. How do you, how do you keep doing this? Stop doing it. Stop making the best quarterback in the world a dog. Don't do that. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seats on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. Lean towards the under. Under is a pretty good bet, I think, in this game. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more, wins just visit fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up that's fanduel.com slash locked on make every moment more with fanduel an official sportsbook partner of the nfl we'll be right back on locked on nba final segment here with tony east my thanks to him for joining me from locked on pacers appreciate him filling in for david ramil tonight who was trying to figure out uh where in the heck the heat went um again First season. Again, not buying it, David Ramil. Uh, all right, elsewhere in the association, uh, how about this one? The Wizards knock off the Spurs. I know this was like a terrible battle. Uh, Victor <laughs> Wamanyama, 22 and 11. Um, to me, this is just like a good sign of like, the Spurs have been playing better. Yeah, but they're still going to really struggle here. Um, I think for me, like one of the, I am kind of curious to see how the Wizards are going to play after moving on from Wes Unseld, who I think did a pretty good job. It's why he wasn't fired. He was promoted to a front office, promoted, reassigned to a front office position. That was the, uh, that was the, uh, look, we got to make a change, but we get it. It's not your fault. We gave Jordan Poole that money and Kyle Kuzma. We get, we get it. Um, however, Vector Womanyama was a minus 12 tonight and really they didn't have much going on in this game at all. Trey Jones, 11 points, eight assists, but the Pacers, or I'm sorry, the Wizards, pardon me, uh, got a pretty even distribution of, of, of scoring. And also, I, I want to say this, Marvin Bagley was playing pretty well before the trade, and Marvin Bagley has been playing really well for the Wizards. Keep an eye out for Marvin Bagley. He's been balling for them. He had 20 points in his debut. Koulibaly is coming, man. He's playing way better for them. They're finally giving him chances to shoot 30 and a half minutes. For the Rook, I watch uh, a little too much Wizards. Not worth getting into why. But, hey, <laughs> I think B-Law is going to be a thing, especially when they, as it sounds like, will trade some of these guys, the Washington Wizards, well, who helped them get this win because the Spurs, who got a lot of points from Wembenyama and Vassell combined, plus Chetty Osman was awesome, and Keldon Johnson was okay. That should be enough to win at home against the Wizards. But uh, Spurs are not very good. Jeremy Sohan's had a good stretch of a couple weeks here, but was not good in this game. All right, so I buried the lead for the segment because the lead is <laughs> the lead is Ben Simmons. The yes. Action tonight uh, after weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks cooking, and weeks cooking of injury, and he came back as Tony says, cooking. He had four assists in the first six minutes. Uh, he finished with um, in this game ten points, eleven dimes, eight rebounds, a plus twenty-seven on five of five shooting off the bench for the Brooklyn Nets, who absolutely just trounced wow. the recently very hot Utah Jazz. I love Will Hardy's comment after the game, which is like, look, we weren't as bad as everyone thought we were in October, and we're not as good as everyone thought that we've been in January. So, like, very healthy <laughs> approach from uh, from Will Hardy there. The Nets also got 25 from Cam Thomas and 33 from Mikhail Bridges. 
Um, the Jazz games are basically every other game. They're, they've turned into the new the new Pacers, Tony, with the Pacers actually playing defense now, which, boo, stop playing defense, Pacers. We liked it when every game was amazing. Uh, but the Jazz definitely are that team now where it's like either they're going to score 140 or the other team scoring 140. As the Brooklyn Nets put up 147 points in this one. But Ben Simmons is back and had a really great debut. Yeah, I, I don't want to reduce the Nets too much to just this, but, I, you know, they had, like, I was pretty high on them coming into the season, which clearly was wrong. They've been, like, completely awful since Christmas. But part of their struggles to me is that their best ball handler, Camp Thomas, is very much score, 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 not a passer. Spencer Dinwiddie has been playing so bad that there were reports that he's, like, on strike or something. <laughs> which, yeah, there was two reports of that, like, from reputable reporters, which is crazy. And they just don't have good guard play, right? That's been the big separator for me from what, like their defense hasn't been quite as good as I thought, but that's been the big separator holding them back. If Ben Simmons, who sat after the game, I think if I have the ball, it's a transition opportunity or something to that effect. Even break, if it's, not, yeah. it's a fast break. That's what it was, right? Like even if that's not actually the case, like good guard play, especially with his size, if he looks even kind of like this going forward, that's going to make them a lot better. I know the Nets are not thought of like that, but... They just need any good guard play, and if Simmons can give it to him with size, I think that will make them look a little more like the team people thought they could be, even though it's probably too late for it to matter for their season. The Mavericks and Magic, I mentioned this earlier, this was just a dogfight. I mean, it was <laughs> tough. Magic Great had a, Great a huge first-half lead. The, the Mavericks stormed back in the third quarter. The Magic hit them back. And this winds up going right to the wire, especially because the Mavericks decided to just do really terrible late game execution from all angles. Like a Tim Hardaway Jr. like turnover on a trap. Like Luca's yelling at Jason Kidd. Like it was all over the place. Luca with 45, nine rebounds, 15 dimes, two steals, four turnovers on 12 of 23 Good. shooting and three threes in this one. Just bonkers numbers again from, from Luka Doncic. But how about this? He got help tonight as Tim Hardaway Jr. pours in 36 points in this one on 11 to 17 shooting. Jaden Hardy chips in 20 as well for the Mavericks who get the win. Uh, 36 points for Paolo Bancaro on 13 of 25 shooting. Franz Wagner adds in 21. They got 20 from Ricky Anthony Black. I'd like to see him get going. Um, this Magic team fought really hard to the end. There was a sequence where they were down one. And they shot a three. Wendell Carter Jr. got the rebound, kicked it out. They missed a three. He got the rebound, kicked it out. They missed a three. He got the rebound, put it back up, and missed. And it was just like, that was the game. Like, that was like the one that broke them. Um, but this was a, a, a phenomenal game. And this I've used this as, like, the example. If you want to know, like, are the Magic playing well right now? The answer is no, because they lost to the Mavericks. Because the Mavericks only beat teams who are not playing well. That is the absolute truth. Any team with a pulse beats the Mavericks. And so right now, the Magic have no pulse. Uh, man, Derek Lively is just, I mean, what a draft. He's perfect for them. Yeah, he was awesome in this game. Magic would have liked to have a huge moment with about two minutes to go. Wendell Carter with a flagrant foul on Lively with the Magic up by one. And, and the Mavs get free throws plus the ball, which they rebound and end up going up by five, just a minute later, the flagrant to the point that Wendell Carter tweeted at Derek Lively after the game and said, my bad, I don't like when I injure guys. Uh, but that was a huge sequence. Magic were actually ahead and felt like that little bit of juice. One enough, Luca's 
what of this like his stats are fake his, his <laughs> it's just fake yeah 40 45 50 what are you seriously it's crazy every night too every night um elsewhere kings get the win over the grizzlies who uh i mean the grizzlies injury report was literally a, like a they full, sign a player to play the game yeah it's like the season from hell for memphis uh Jaron Jackson Jr. with 22, but here's the line for you. Demasa Bonus with 26 rebounds in this one. 20, 20 points, 26 rebounds. Did you um, see the banger quote from Sabonis about his rebound total? What did he say? He was asked, Demontis, you tied the Kings franchise record for rebounds at a game with Chris Weber. How'd you do it? He said, well, it helped that my teammates missed a lot of shots. <laughs> Six offensive rebounds for some bonus. That's this game. That's this awesome. is the Grizzlies season in a nutshell. Matt Hurt never played in the NBA on the Memphis Hustle yesterday. Today, they need him for 23 and a half minutes. <laughs> Poor Grizzlies. My goodness. Poor Grizzlies. Uh, finally, we'll wrap up with this. The uh, Well, so, little note. The Blazers beat the Sixers without Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is not available as the knee soreness that kept him out from Saturday's contest continued. So he was not available for the Blazers game. So that. All, all questions can end now. Um, sure, sure. Malcolm Brogdon had 24 points. Kelly Oubre 25 in the loss. Finally, though, the Rockets just manhandled the Lakers from start to finish. Uh, they were down 20 and put LeBron James back in the game on the first leg of a back-to-back in this one. And LeBron wound up playing 37 minutes in a blowout loss. He was a minus 11 by the way, um, Anthony Davis, who had 23 points, LeBron also had 23. Uh, AD had 23 points, seven rebounds, uh, two steals, and a block in this one, 10 and 20 shooting. This is, I looked this up, this is the 23rd game out of, I'm sorry, 24th game out of 46 games, 24 of 46 games, where Anthony Davis, uh, the Lakers have been outscored with Anthony Davis on the floor this season. Wow. They have lost over half their, their minutes, the games when he's been on the floor. So you will never great. believe this. Yeah. Right? You will never believe this, but Dylan Brooks and LeBron James's team uh, got into a scuffle. Oh, <gasps> Jared Vanderbilt ejected. I think is a second quarter for shoving Dylan Brooks. Um, Dylan Brooks making some fun moves after hitting a jumper over LeBron. LeBron, uh, gets the next question out in the post game presser when asked about Dylan Brooks. He Ooh. just complimented him. He like complimented Dylan on like his competitive nature, and then then Dylan put, like pressed the issue again, and so he gets the next question. So we'll see. Uh, they won't meet till next season unless they meet in a play in tournament game, which is entirely possible. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Dylan Brooks they seventeen Jalen Green, By the way, bad what? season, good game. Jalen Green, bad season, great game. They needed him. Yeah. Dalen Green was has been much better lately, which is interesting because uh, yes. I'll just say there's been some interesting stuff I've heard out of Houston as far as Jalen Green. So good, good for him for for making a place. Thirty four points, twelve boards, seven assists for Jalen Green. That's phenomenal. How about Alperen Shangoon? Thirty one points, twelve rebounds, seven assists. So like together, that's sixty five points, twenty four rebounds, fourteen assists between Jalen Green and Alperen Shangoon. So. Together, they're a Luka Doncic. <laughs> That's how that goes. And they uh, avoided and the illustrious 62, which has been a losing number in the NBA between Booker and Cat. What a night. In what a night. What a freaking night. That'll do it for Locked On NBA. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys being with us. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for Jake Mass and John Corrales. My thanks, Tony East, for 
being with me on tonight's show. There's my cat jumping up on the back of the chair. We'll see you guys again next time. Thanks for joining us on Locked On NBA.